Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, my friend, let's dive into a few of these and see what we got. We've got Harriet in Ames, and she says, Eric, I'm closing on a new house in a few weeks and need cash for the closing but my current home isn't going to sell in time. At least I don't think it will. So I won't have the money from that sale yet to use. Uh, I do not want to make a big withdrawal from my IRA and pay the taxes on it. So should I just find some sort of short-term loan? Well, Harriet, do you, um, you kind of answered your own question in that uh, yeah, paying taxes on an IRA is probably not convenient right now. Also, when you take it out, um, well, Legally, you do have 60 days to put it back in. That would be considered a rollover, though the IRS kind of frowns upon it when you use your mm. IRA as kind of a, a cash account. Like a stopgap you know, or, like, or something. Yeah, home yeah. equity loan. Um, so it is best if you could loan because then the only thing you're on the hook for is really the interest. And, uh, of course, paying it back, but the proceeds from the house sale will pay that off. Then you're just using someone else's money for you know a month or two, and yeah. the interest won't be that much versus the taxes that you have on the withdrawals. The other thing we take with uh, money out of an IRA is that it depends on how much you take out. I mean, if you start taking out large sums of money and you're on um, uh, Medicare, then your Part B premiums go up. I mean, if you take out too much, you have too much income, you pay more for your Medicare Part B. So that could uh, happen two years later where the IRS notifies Social Security. They're like, oh, you made over this certain amount that year. And if, you know, if you're married, it's $170,000 and your Medicare Part B goes up. You know, it's not a huge amount, but still, it's kind of annoying when you consider how much interest you pay on a bridge loan or some kind of loan. And I would, if you're working with a bank on on your mortgage for that, they may have some kind of program to help you out that way. So, if you're working with a local bank and they're not going to sell it off, but uh, that's what I would do. It's always best to keep your IRAs for retirement income as opposed to use them to make major purchases with. Yeah, and I would think that some lenders do what they call a bridge loan, right, Eric? Where they might mm-hmm. just do the bridge, uh, the difference until you do sell the other house. So, right, because they know that you know that the, the assets are yeah. they're going to get it eventually. Yeah, and I just I, that's why I like working with smaller community banks as opposed to the big national banks because they have a little more flexibility, yeah. if you will, because they might keep the loans on the books. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, there you go, Harriet. So it looks like you kind of answered your own question, as Eric said, and maybe you just wanted a little bit of reinforcement. So there you go. Give Eric a call if you're not quite sure at 515-226-1500. All right, Jim in West Des Moines. It's a home kind of question today here on the program. He says, Eric, we have two homes in two different states total of two homes, sorry. Uh, and we really like both of them, but we're also 57 years old and we were thinking about retirement at 60. My question is, is it worth selling one of the homes to help make sure we're able to retire at 60? Well, that's where you need to um, do a retirement income plan and see if uh, maintaining two houses is going to, um, if you can afford it. You know, hopefully one of them is someplace much nicer than here <laughs> from a weather standpoint. <laughs> In January, I mean, right? You know, yeah. I mean, Des Moines is beautiful, you know, six months out of the year. 
Um, so maybe you want to maintain both residences. Maybe one's a more tax-friendly state. It doesn't say what other state it is. It like doesn't. let's say it's Florida. Yeah. You know, and you change your residence to Florida. That way, you uh, save a lot on state income tax. We still want to keep the residents here. One thing I see about having multiple residences is that you know you have two property taxes. You have utilities at two places. You have you know just the the upkeep and things like that. And you know if you can afford it, great. But it's going to come a time probably you're going to sell one of those. But if selling one now allows you to you know give you the comfort and give you the cash be to retire when you want to retire, then it might be advantageous to do so, especially with the market being kind of hot right now uh, from a real estate standpoint. You know you'd hate to. You know, enter into recession, you're trying to unload one of those houses because you need to economically, and you're taking, you know, a very low amount. I mean, there's horror stories about in 2009 what people had to sell properties for you oh, know, versus yeah. what they mm-hmm. are now. Right. So sometimes when you need to sell it, you're not going to get the best price than when, when you can sell it. You know, people remember the way you make money whether on anything, whether it be stocks or real estate or any other kind of item is to buy it low and sell it when it's high. Yeah, well, and, and you know, he puts on here to, to make this work, Eric, which to me jumps out and says he maybe doesn't really know exactly if his retirement quite is, is quite set yet. So he's thinking this is maybe an add-on. And again, I'm just reading between the lines, but that's where obviously, you know, getting a plan, uh, the numbers ran is really going to help him determine can he keep both or does he need to sell it, right? Right, right. And assuming that, um, you know, if you need the money or if you have the one paid off and that's just going to go to your bottom line oh, or true, yeah. you're making payments on both of them, that's going to reduce your monthly expenses, which reduces the amount you got to pull out of your retirement plans, which helps your plan last longer. So all kinds of variables in there. So on the front side of this, yes, maintaining two residences and retirement can be challenging. Also, you know, with the, you know, the advent of things like VRBO and Airbnb, it's really nice if you want to go rent someplace long term the options that you have and the nice thing is you have to go to someplace different you well, know i have true. a lot yeah, of clients could, that are doing yeah. that rent a place for like a month instead of like owning it permanently or correct yeah correct and then you only have a month's worth of issues right? yeah and then you go someplace else a different month on a different whatever you know exactly uh, interesting exactly. uh now he also mentioned eric that he wants to retire maybe at 60 if he can i uh, just want to point out that he needs to hopefully he's thought about what he's going to do for the medical coverage gap in there as well right that's one of the biggest challenges is getting from that 60 to 65 because medical insurance is um you know it's very difficult it's uh, right now yep um, it is expensive, um, and you know currently there's only uh, one or two people that write in the state of Iowa. You know, hopefully when they get some some changes around that, it'll it'll change. There'll be more offerings and some better options. But yeah, that's a big one. Unless you're you know maybe you work for the government, and you got your health care included, or you know if you're a retired veteran and you worked for the uh, military, you have the um, Tricare for Life, those types of things. But most people they're going to have that big gap. So you have five years of a health insurance gap and. That's going to put a big, uh, a big strain on your budget. So make sure you account for that. Absolutely. Okay. Well, there you go, Jim. So hopefully we helped you out with a few things to think about. Give Eric a call. Get on the calendar. Have a conversation with him. Since you have homes in different states, if you're in a different state, you can still have a phone chat with him. So reach out to him at 515-226-1500. That's 515-226-1500. If you are here in the, in the home area, which we assume one of your homes is, come in and stop in and see him. Have a chat with him there in West Des Moines. He's uh, right there in your backyard. So 515 1500 no cost or obligation for a retirement readiness review for all of our listeners out there so reach out to eric all right final one this week is from kathy kathy is in ankeny and she says eric my daughter is a single mother who never seems to have enough money to make ends meet she does work hard and although i don't always agree with some of her financial choices how can i give her some money and help her financially 
without really enabling her to continue with those bad choices that I don't agree with. Interesting. Oh, well, it's Kathy, it's kind of hard to give people money with strings attached unless you're going to, you know, if you're going to say, hey, I'm going to buy your groceries this week and you go to the grocery store and ring it up and then you pay for it. That's challenging from a from a gifting standpoint, from a law standpoint, you can gift fifteen thousand dollars to her without creating any kind of gift tax implications for her or for you. And it's not going to reduce your unified credit. So from that standpoint, that's the amount that you can give from the IRS. Okay. But then you have to get to what you comfortably feel. You know, same thing with, you know, giving somebody money on the street, right? You know, they say they have a little sign saying, hey, I'm hungry and, you know, need money for food. And you give them money for, for food. You don't know if they're going to buy food with that. Right. Right. Yeah. So case in point, a buddy of mine was having a good day. He was on his way to he lives in Chicago. He was on his way to Blackhawks game. And uh, by this one corner, they always turned by, I always saw the same same guy out there, you know, panhandling. And so he decided, since I was having such a great day, I'm going to bless this guy. And so he gave him 50 bucks. He said, here's 50 bucks, man, but just make sure you don't spend it on drugs or alcohol. I mean, you, you get some you know, good food in your belly. And the guy screamed at him, goes, don't tell me how to spend it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's ungrateful, for one thing. Um, so it's just very hard to, to put strings on attached to money. But um, counseling them, maybe have them come and meet somebody or go through a financial planning process. The young people, and um, there's a lot of stuff online they can use. There's tracking softwares they can use to kind of show them where they're spending their money. Just a general education um, about financial uh, means might might help her too. But, you know, we don't like to see our kids struggling, um, so it's very easy to, to help them out, but it's going to be hard for you to to put any kind of strings attached to that money. So hopefully yeah. that's helpful. I um, mean, also you need to make sure that, you know, you're going to be able to retire, you know, your kids still have years they can earn more money. You may not. So just make sure you're not giving away so much that you're putting a dent in your your retirement and being able for you to survive with the money that you have accumulated so far. So it's a balancing act. But we wish you the best of luck on that, Kathy. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.